Welcome to the Captivatingly Confident Podcast. My name is Kim Ludeman, former personal trainer and nutrition specialist turned confidence coach. I am passionate about helping women unlearn and unbecome what they think they should be so they can embrace their true self and show up in life how they want to be. Join me as we look at how to find confidence with nutrition, movement, health, and body image. With that, let's go to the show. Okay, so today's episode comes with a little warning. If you have littles or sensitive ears around you, you may want to listen to this one with your headphones on (laughs) or in a private space, just because we're going to be talking about sex and sensuality and sexuality and lingerie and boudoir. We're going to be talking about all that today. Oh my gosh, I'm uncomfortable just saying it. So that is my disclaimer for today's episode. So what I want to tell you is a little story about my experience with embracing my sexuality and my sensuality. And it's a story that starts back when I was a little girl that I grew up in a very, very conservative Christian home. Modesty was priority. We made sure that men weren't distracted and boys weren't tempted by what we were wearing. You know, all my tank tops had two-inch straps and my shorts were fingertip length and I wore one-piece swimsuits and made sure that my v-neck tops were not revealing and tank tops underneath shirts and it was just very structured and strict. The high school that I went to had a literal six-inch rule and this rule was that you couldn't be standing closer than six inches to a boy. You had to be spaced apart. They would carry rulers and measure the distance between you and a boy if you were too close. It was insane. And this is where I this is where I learned about sexuality. And we didn't talk about it. We didn't talk about it in church. We didn't talk about it at home. We didn't talk about it in school. It was always something that was off limits. It was something that was deemed bad. It was bad to be sexual. It was bad to have sex. It was bad to think about sex. You didn't do that because you were a Christian. You were called to a higher standard. When I was 13, I got a purity ring from my parents along with this note that said that you know I was God's daughter and that he wanted me to be pure of heart and of body and that I needed to save myself for my husband and the, to keep myself pure. And, you know, I just remember reading that. And at the time, being 13, I was like, okay, no problem. And as I got older, clearly that got harder. I had a serious boyfriend in college and we both, you know, struggled with keeping ourselves, quote, pure, and we would push the envelope, right? So long as we didn't have sex, we were still being pure and honoring God in our relationship. And I still had no idea what I was doing. No idea. And so this caused a lot of angst inside of me because I wanted to be sexy. I wanted to feel 
attractive and sexy and vivacious. I wanted to feel that way, but that felt wrong. That felt shameful to me because of the background of which I grew up in. So fast forward to getting married. And I promise I'll keep this PG. (laughs) But we're all adults here. I had expectations going into it because I was told by my mom that my job as a Christian wife was to serve my husband and to meet his needs. That was my role. That was the role that sex was to take in my life, is that I was there for my husband's needs. And I am a very physical person, and I love being sexual. Gosh, this is so vulnerable. That's okay. We're going with it. So that's, it's just me. Unfortunately, my husband and I have very different libido levels, very different. And within two weeks of being married, this became very, very clear, very quickly that my libido was much higher and my desire was much higher. And I was driven mostly by withdrawal, right? I got married at 24 and had saved myself for marriage and found out that sex was really fun and I really liked it. And that was a big part of it, but also like dealing with the shame of it too. Feeling like, well, I feel bad for wanting sex. I feel bad for being, you know, of a higher libido. I I felt almost kind of guilty. And so I really ramped it down and I made myself smaller, which is something that I grew up doing. So I was very comfortable with that and really just tried to want less. And that didn't work. (laughs) That didn't work. So we ended up doing counseling, and we're still doing counseling. After 10 years of being married, we still see a marriage counselor, and it's the best thing we've ever done for our marriage. We've done it off and on for the years, and I cannot recommend it enough. But it's been a lot of hard work around the idea of sex and sexuality and confidence and how confidence plays into that. And I actually really just struggled with that, if I'm being really honest. And so at one point, I even threw away all of the lingerie that I had been given before my wedding. My friends got together and got me beautiful lingerie, just gorgeous. And in a moment, I got so frustrated and so angry that I just threw it all away. And I didn't buy any lingerie ever since. Even in today, I don't have any, hardly any lingerie because it's something that we're still working on and figuring out what that role is in our marriage and in our lives. And for me personally, like what kind of lingerie do I want to wear? So fast forward another couple years to this year or 2018, one of the gals in my mob networking group, mob is mom owned business, by the way, And it's a great network. So shameless plug real quick. If you're a mom and you own a business, you need to be in the mob. So check out on Facebook group, The Mob Nation, and join that group because it's an incredible collection of women. I think we're almost to 9,000 members. Isn't that amazing? Oh, I love it. Okay. So one of the mobs had posted that she needed models for her boudoir portfolio. And I was like, I'm going to do that. 
I am going to do that. Nobody's seen me in my underwear, like sexy underwear, like lingerie underwear, except for my husband. Nobody, nobody. Even the dorm in my college, you know, I wore a robe or like a big fluffy towel. Nobody saw me. So this was like way outside of my comfort zone. But I'm in this period of exploration where I am shaking loose the chains of conservative Christianity and embracing all the things. So I was like, all right, all the things. Let's go. Let's do this thing. So I signed up and she said, you're in. And I was like, oh, crap, what did I just do? <laughs> so I started looking through my drawers because she said, bring you know your laundry or whatever you feel most comfortable in. I'm like, well, I don't really feel comfortable in lingerie. I don't really have any. I have like a couple of these lacy bras. I've got cotton panties. <laughs> I don't know. So I took those, a pair of black high heels and a sweater, and I brought those with me. And I show up and she's like, hi, welcome, great, here, here's a big fluffy robe, put this on, nothing underneath. And I was like, whoa, (laughs) okay, it's just got real. So I did. And I'm sitting there and this other gal is doing my hair and my makeup and it's smoky eyes and it's curly soft hair and just like tons of makeup because on camera you need lots of makeup. And... Jessica, the gal that was taking the portrait, said, okay, it's time. And I was like, oh, Lord, here we go. So we go upstairs, and she's got this whole room in her house that's just dedicated just to boudoir photos and this beautiful bed and bathroom and, like, gorgeous walls. And I was like, okay, I can do this. She said, this is a criticism-free zone. So I want you to just play, have fun, and we're just, you know, I'm going to pose you to make you look your absolute best. And I was like, I don't even know what my absolute best looks like in these lack of clothes, but okay, we'll go with it. And I've been working on body acceptance and appreciation for years. And I have a great standard of body image. Me and my body are friends. Like I love this sack skin right here. (laughs) I love it. It has gotten me through so many years. It's taken me so many places. It gave me a baby. Like, yeah, no, I'm good in a lot of ways. But you bring sexiness into the equation, and this is a whole new world for me. Whole new world. Even after having sex for 10 years, I still don't really understand the full embodiment of what it feels like to be sexy, right? And so much of that in our culture is focused on looks. If you don't look a certain way, you're not sexy, which is complete and utter BS, by the way, complete. Sexiness is not a size. It's a feeling. It's something that you choose to feel and choose to be. So that's my rant. Okay, so back to the story. So she has me do these poses. Friends, I'm telling you, I've never been more uncomfortable in my life where I'm like jutting my hips out and sticking my chest out. I'm like, I've got a sheet, no top on, like just these crazy poses, legs up the wall and, you know, mouth open. And she's like, just kind of touch your lip a little bit. And I'm like, oh, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> is this sexy? I'm not sure. My mouth is open. What am I supposed to be like? And it was amazing. And by the end of the 90 minutes, I was sitting in a bathtub holding my chest topless and was just like, 
oh my gosh, this is incredible. This is what it is to feel sexy and confident. I feel it. I'm choosing it right now. And I have to thank Jessica Guwan, who does Bridgetown Boudoir, and I'll talk about her more in a second, but she helped make me so comfortable in my own skin and helped me to kind of navigate and feel out what it would feel like to actually be sexy and to be sensual. And for that to be even just for me. And she's like, you know, a lot of women do these kinds of photos for themselves. And I was like, that makes so much sense. Whereas before, that never would have made sense, right? That would have been for my husband. That would have been for his pleasure, not mine. Why would my body, posed in these sexy poses, doing this like crazy lip thing, like why would that be something sensual for me? And it took me a few months thinking about it and looking at the pictures. And as I looked at the pictures, I realized that it was for me. It wasn't for my husband. Like, yeah, he likes the pictures, but it's more for me. I look at those pictures and I'm like, you know what? Even though I have rolls of fat and I've got tons of moles and freckles and lines and wrinkles and divots and dimples and bumps and lumps. That's me. That's my body. And it's amazing. Does it look like what I want it to look like? What I wish it looked like? No. Am I okay with what it looks like? You better believe it. Do I find it sexy and pleasurable? Yeah. Actually, I do. I choose to look at my pictures and say, you know what? That right there, that's good. That's good. And I like that picture. And it, again, this is something that I had to practice and something that I've been thinking about for years as I have been on this journey to figure out what sexy looks like for me. And it's not like I'm doing a Justin Timberlake and bringing sexy back. I'm trying to bring sexy up for the first time. And it's uncomfortable at times, but it's also amazing. So the the rub of this is that, again, Jessica was using these to build her portfolio, which means that every now and then I'll pop on Facebook and kabam, there's a picture of Kim naked. Yep, there it is. She just posted that. People are liking and commenting on this picture. And nobody is saying, ew. Nobody is dissecting my body. Nobody's criticizing it. The only person that's tempted to do that is me, and I'm not going to do it. I refuse. I refuse to waste my time looking at pictures and criticizing the things I don't like. I'm done with that. That is such a waste of my time and energy, and it's not even true. People that look at my pictures don't see the flaws that I see. When they look at your pictures, they don't see your flaws. They don't think, oh man, you need to lose some weight. Oh man, you need to get your hair done. Girl, you a hot mess. Nobody's thinking that but you. And we do this to ourselves. We're so quick to criticize and nitpick. And it's just, it's not worth it. It's not. Because wouldn't our time be better spent accentuating the positives like, oh yeah, I like this about my picture. I like this. I like my hair. 
in this picture. I like my smile. I like that I look confident and sexy. Even if you're not feeling that in the moment, that's okay, right? It's like affirmations. We speak the truth of what we want to be into being. We create our own reality. And this is true for sex and sexuality and sensuality. This is what's true. You get to choose when you feel sexy. You get to choose when you feel confident. You get to choose how you show up in the world. And it takes a lot of work. And it takes a lot of intentionality and breaking down previous beliefs and stories that you've been told. Like for me, it's been breaking down 30 plus years of conservative Christian thought and teaching around sex and sexuality. It's been pulling back those layers and figuring out what do I want for me? How do I want to show up in my life? And I want pleasure, sensuality, and sexuality to be a part of it because that's fun. It's fun and we are designed as feminine beings. And femininity at its core is about pleasure and how pleasure is the key to getting what you want in life. And pleasure used to be such a dirty word in my mind. Like we don't pursue pleasure, right? Like we serve, we give, we stay humble, we stay modest, we stay covered. And so much of me wants to break free from that and to show a little skin (laughs) and to embrace my body and look in the mirror and say, you know what? I want to be your friend. I want to take care of you. I want to treat you well. I want to love you because you are mine and I am yours. And there's so much about that and I'm still exploring and there are so many people out there who have done incredible work on this. Mary Hyatt is one of my favorites and she's actually, oh my gosh, I'm fangirling already. She's actually going to be on the podcast at the end of the month and I'm so excited to have her on here and to have her talk about her own journey through this process. You can find her on YouTube if you want to go check it out, Mary Hyatt, H-Y-A-T-T. And she's done incredible work around body acceptance, making peace with your pooch. You've heard me talk about that before. I think that's number, like episode number two or three on this podcast is making peace with your pooch. And she's just done incredible work and I love it. Uh, There are so many, and I'm totally blanking off the top of my head now that I can't remember. But Mary is is my favorite for sure. So check her out for sure. She's also on Facebook and on Instagram, but mostly she hangs out on YouTube doing incredible stuff over there. And there's just so much for you. So if you are in the same place that I am or that I have been as far as uncovering your sexuality, Carla Lancaster, That's another one. We did episode, oh, I don't even remember what number it is. I'm I'm gonna look real quick. Let's see. Sorry, I'm pulling up iTunes. Do, 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 do. Okay, iTunes doesn't wanna open for me right now. There it is. So Carla Lancaster has the Fearless Freedom Podcast and she's also on Facebook and Instagram and she is amazing. She is all about finding your confidence and your sexuality and getting in touch with your pleasure centers. She's just amazing. So I'm trying to find the episode. And of course, it's not working. Make Peace With Your Pooch is number three, by the way, now that I'm looking at this. 
And Carla is Expansive Journey, episode 39. Expansive Journey from Shame to Pleasure with Carla Lancaster. So check those two out. There are also a couple of books that she recommends that we talk about in that episode. And just give yourself some grace and space to explore what this means for you. And if you're already like 10 steps ahead of me on this journey, you are incredible. And I'm so excited for you to continue exploring what sensuality and pleasure looks like for you as a woman, as a confident woman, as a woman who is working to be okay, more than okay with her body. And as a Bonus, I chatted with Jessica Goubon of Bridgetown Boudoir, and she wanted to offer you, my amazing listeners, a special on her boudoir photography session. So she's going to do $100 off for you. If you head over to, let me get the site pulled up here, it is go.bridgetownpictures.com backslash Kim. And you can also find this link in the description of the episode, but she will be giving you a special there. And you can also see pictures of yours truly in all of my half-naked glory. So if you want to check those out, I am happy to share them. She also has a Facebook group, Bridgetown Babes, I believe it is. Let me pull it up. Yep, Bridgetown Babes. And that is where she posts uh, interactive posts. She does giveaways. She has a lot of great interaction there. So if you're local to the Portland area, I she's actually in Wilsonville, but that's kind of part of Portland Metro. I cannot recommend her enough. She's incredible. If you're not local, I also recommend looking up a boudoir photographer in your area. If you're feeling like, I just feel like I'm in a, a rut and I don't know how to get in touch with my sexuality, my sensuality, go pose half naked. <laughs> there is nothing that will get you more confident than that, my friend, and allowing someone else to see you and to speak the truth that you are beautiful, you are sexy, you are sensual, and that you can do this for yourself and help boost your confidence in that way. So again, make sure you check out the description link Head over to Bridgetown Babes on Facebook. Check out Jessica. She's incredible. Eventually, I'm going to have her on the show because she just is has such a heart for helping women discover their inner confidence. I just, oh, I love her. So, okay, there we are. That is today's awkward topic. I hope that this was enlightening for you and that you can find some courage and some confidence to explore your own sensuality journey or pleasure journey from today's episode so thank you so much guys i'll see you next week